Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I got a tweet the other day from a young dude named Cortez. Uh, can't remember his Twitter handle, but it's Cortez something. And he tweeted me and he said, uh, uh, When Steve Harvey used to get to preaching, I used to just turn the radio off. And then he said something to the fact that, uh, but now it's different. He said, old dude be bringing it. He be bringing the truth. I appreciate that. That's what he said. Well, Cortez, if you out there listening this morning, I appreciate you too, man. 
Because, see, I understand what it is. I used to. You know, man, when I was younger, man, when I when I wanted to do what I wanted to do, man, I just, man, I didn't want to hear nothing else. I, I, I didn't want to hear nothing that contradicted what I wanted to do. You know, so it's a funny thing, man, about me, man. I was, I would hear the truth. I would know it to be the truth, but because I had another plan, another mission, another goal, another set of dues I wanted to get done, I didn't want to hear that. You know, so funny thing, man, is like, <laughs> like when I was a little boy and I used to get scared sometime at night, you know, the booger man. So I thought that if I just pulled the blanket up over my head, that that meant that the, if I can't see the booger man, he can't see me. That's the theory. That's an ostrich, you know, sticking his head in the sand thinking, wow, if I don't see this dude, he can't see me. A lot of ostriches done died with their heads stuck in the sand. I just didn't want to be one of them people that left this world with my head in the sand. And so, uh, you know, he, he kind of fostered that thought in my mind this morning. So I want to send a shout out to my man on Twitter, Cortez, whatever. I think I'm going to look his real name up. Hold on. While I'm uh, piddling through this trying to find it. So I can get his real Twitter handle and give him some love. But uh, I just wanted to say, man, this morning that uh, quit talking about change. Y'all listening? Because cause, cause this is real right here. Quit talking about change. And let's make a change. You know, man, I don't... I don't mind giving people advice. I really, I really, really don't because so many people along the way have handed it to me freely, man. Some people just saw me doing wrong and say, young man, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Some people say, hey, bro, look, man, I, I know what you're trying to do. Man, it wouldn't. have you thought about it this way? So I've had a lot of favor in my life, a lot of grace been shown on me, a lot of mercy, a lot of people that came to me. Help me along the way. So I don't have no problem with this part of what, what, I'm, what I'm obligated to do in the mornings. But let's quit talking about change, y'all. And let's make a change. See, change is growth. And ain't no growth without change. You got people, man, you ever met a person that's just insistent on doing it their way? I mean, nobody in the building think they should go that way. But they so boneheaded. Oh, this is how I'm going to do it. But, bro, listen to me, man. That ain't how it's done. You're going to run into this, this, this. I'll show you. Wait a minute, man. You, you, you can't do it that way, man. Listen to me. Change is growth. And ain't no growth without change. It cannot happen. If you are sick and tired of where you are, then you have to change. Change can only come from within. Can't nobody make you change. Now, we got a penal system in place that can make you sit down if you don't want to change. We'll sit you down, and we'll restrict your movement and your communication to the point where if you want to continue this foolishness, we're going to put you in this building with a whole lot of people that's foolishness. And y'all just trick each other all day long. But if you are sick and tired of your situation, you've got to change, man. And listen to me, y'all. How do you bring about change, Steve? How do you change, man, when you done thought of everything? Well, hold up, man. Pray for it. Pray for change. Ask God to help you change. Ask God what he want for you instead of always telling God what you want. It's an interesting prayer to have with God. 
when you quit going to God with your list and check in with God and see what his list is, that's a very interesting prayer. If, if you're a praying person, I suggest you try that sometime. It's so interesting, man. Do you know what it did for me when I started asking God what he wanted for me instead of telling God all the time? I still tell him what I want, but I, I, instead of all the time going to him with what I want, you know what it did for me? It freed me up. It took a lot of pressure off. I no longer had to think of everything. And what I was thinking of a lot of times wasn't working no way. And when I opened myself up to what he wanted, to what his will was, man, do you know how much simpler my life got? And do you know how much bigger it got? I'm trying to tell you, man, if you pray for change and you allow God to help you with the change, or if you let God just produce the change, the change in you will be amazing. If you've been listening to me, out, especially out in L.A., since I was on the radio since 2000, can't you hear the change? <laughs> I'm flat out telling you that a change has come. But I had to pray for the change because I couldn't make the change on my own. And then after you pray for the change, you got to work towards your train change. You know, there's a, faith without works is dead. Everybody wants something from God, always want to talk to God about something, but then, man, ain't ain't don't don't want to do nothing about it. Faith without works is dead. You can't do it that way, man. It just does not happen. So so after you done prayed to God about it, what you got to do then is you got to turn around and go, hey, man, all right now, what is it I got to do? You know, you got to do something to bring it about. So after you pray for it, work for it, and do something today about it. Stop procrastinating. Don't procrastinate, folks. The change can start today. Man, I want to change. How about today? You know, then you see them same people. Man, I want to change. That's next week. How about today? I see people years later. Man, I'm still in this same old situation. Man, I'm going to do something. How about today? Today is a good day. There's nothing stopping you from changing today. Nothing except you. You can begin the process of change immediately. And change is growth, y'all. And ain't no growth without changing. It's a simple thing. And I'm talking to you in broad strokes because everybody got something about them they need to change. That's why I'm not specifically talking about anything. I got some things in me that need to change so I can grow further. Everybody has something about them that they need to change in order to grow further and then go further. Now, what's stopping you is you won't start the change today. Don't hesitate. Make that change. And then I want you to watch something. When you change, watch the difference in you. Notice the difference in you. Feel the difference in you. And guess what? You're going to be different. If you're watching for the change, if you're feeling the change, then guess what? You're going to be different, man. Watch for the difference. Feel the difference. You'll be different. If you're sick and tired of your situation, folks, you can change that. But the change is in you. It's a simple decision you have to make. I'm going to change. The change is up to you. You can decide today if you want to change, you want to be different. If you're sitting behind the wall, I love speaking to the brothers and sisters behind the wall. If you're behind the wall, man, and you're sick and tired of being behind the wall, man, why don't you change? You ever thought about that? Change. Man, if I get back out there, I'm going to just do the same thing. Stop saying that. Stop breathing that negativity into your life. Decide today that you want to change. 
You can do it. Everybody can change. If you don't know how to change, pray for it, man. Ask God to help you with the change. Oh, you get some movement then, partner. You get a whole lot of movement then, all right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, yesterday, we dedicated the show to pool shooters. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, people that cool. shoot pool. Oh, rack them up, boy. That's what I did. Make right. a little extra money. Rack them <laughs> up. the rack boy? Yeah, rack boy. Rack them up. Today's show is dedicated to people that go down to the beach and pee in the water. <laughs> That's I know you've do. done it. Yeah. This show is for you. Yeah. The bathroom too far. Yeah. You don't know, but you don't hear nobody struggling to find a bathroom on the beach. <laughs> you ain't ever heard nobody just standing on that beach come up. Where is the restroom? As a matter of fact, it ain't a porta potty down there. In, in the water. In in the water now. Really? In, really? In the water. <laughs> we gon' pee in water. I love it. Pee in the water. Pee in the water. They standing out there with that smile on their face. Yeah. <laughs> In the water. You know what they're doing just by that look on this? Somebody's <laughs> peeing in the water. Looking at the and buoy. And the wave. water can't take all of all y'all's pee. What? Don't swim in the yellow part. <laughs> Don't swim in the yellow part. Don't swim in the yellow part. Cause someone peed in the water. <laughs> <laughs> this could go platinum, I'm telling you. It's gonna go platinum. <laughs> What's it called? Mm-hmm. Peeing in the water. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Make you want to pee, don't you? No. I got to go now. Tinkled. 
<laughs> in the wall. <laughs> Shorten that day. I hate you, Jay. It's cute, sir. I've had a cigar in my mouth, walked out there just wasting. Look back at everybody. Drinking a pina colada. We got to go to break, guys. Coming up, something funny. None of your damn business. I love it. Love it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time. <laughs> None of your darn business. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what you got, things if you see going down, mm-hmm. that what you're talking about, Shirley? If you uh-huh. see it going down, it ain't uh-huh. your business. Uh-huh. It's none of your concern. None of Don't worry yourself about mm-hmm. it. Don't get caught up in it because it don't concern you. Like if you in the barbershop, you've been going there for years, yeah, uh-huh. and you see somebody take somebody else's customer, mm-hmm. that ain't your damn business. Why are you what? in there? Why are you in there? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't like the cut he had before. From the other guy. That's yeah, right. just move on. But that's with your not life. right, though. That's, with you your know. life. That's not, that has nothing to nothing. do with you. Nothing. The fact that the other barber's feelings going to be hurt. That yeah. that, that, that has real. nothing to do with yeah. you. Yeah. No. He, he ain't getting this chair. <laughs> Junior? What do you got, Junior? I'll tell you what. If you go in the grocery store uh-huh. and you turn your cart down aisle four and uh-huh. see a black parent choking their kids, <laughs> that ain't none of your damn business. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. yeah. Go down aisle five and get yeah. your stuff Because you can get some of that choking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do. I'm not even concerned. You know, I don't even need nothing on this aisle. Hey. Hey. Choking. What's going on? No, no. You're going to be going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't choke that kid like that as I was you. Well, you're not me, all right? All right? Yeah. The kid could yeah. really be hurt, guys. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be hurt if you oh, go yeah. down there. If you go down there and ask what's going on, it's none of your damn business. Because that little boy know good and hell well while he getting yeah. killed. Told you not to touch nothing. Yeah. In here, touch it. Let's touch this. You done broke a damn job. Don't put butter. Now your I got hand. to pay for it. Yeah, and choke we him. ain't going to eat it. Choke him. <laughs> wow. What you got, Tommy? You see somebody put a cold, nice ribeye and baked potato in the refrigerator at work mm-hmm. <laughs> and can't wait for lunchtime. You see somebody else about 30 minutes before lunchtime go in there and eat all that steak and baked potato. Yeah, that ain't really How none that of concern my damn you. Business. You don't know what they're going through. You're not going to have no lunch. idea. They <laughs> might be hungry. But that's his lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he are? He's hungry. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah, wrong right there. Hey, hey, Shirley, you don't know what that other man going through. <laughs> I know the he other man's so going to be mad yeah. with his you lunch. You need to get you a small yeah. cooler to keep your meat in. You know what I mean? <laughs> and ice it down. <laughs> and put yeah. it in your cubicle. <laughs> oh, I got man. one for ladies right what, here. What you got? What you got? Ladies, <laughs> if you see yeah. your girlfriend, uh-huh. if you see your girlfriend's fiance yeah. at dinner uh-huh. okay. with another woman, Come on. That's probably more than likely a business dinner. Uh That is is none of your damn business. How does that concern you? Go buy your gift and go to the wedding like you're supposed to damn do. Go get your gift for where they registered at and it's gone. That ain't your business. Put your camera phone down. (laughs) I shouldn't say anything. (laughs) Oh, that's snapping a photo and sending it Uh, to them. Like you telling on grown people. You can't do that. Like she wants to hear that. She don't want to. You're going to mess up her damn day. <laughs> now, why would you do that? With why your funky behind. Yeah, why would you mess up the day that she's been planning for her whole life? And That's just you evil. coming in here because you ain't got nobody. You buy your damn You're so. evil oh, and nasty. That's what you hear. Say it again, Evil and nasty. 
You're just evil and nasty. You standing next to a guy, right? Uh-huh. Y'all in the bar. Yeah. Y'all standing in the bar, and he's on the phone saying, baby, I got to work late. I'm working late. I'm going to knock out this last uh, um, report, and I'm coming on home. What that got to do with you? That's right. That's it. How does that happen? How does that affect you? <laughs> he's at the bar. He's lying, he's Jay. On the other end has nothing to do with you. <laughs> what you got, Jay? His wife needs to hear about this paper. She need a reason why he not going to be home at 6. Wants to know if he's safe. So he got to give her a reason. <laughs> he and his voice makes her feel calm and reassured that nothing is happening. That nothing is happening. And he come on back down on the other end of the car. Mm. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, I'll be up at that bar. I love it. Yeah. What? Come on back down to, to the, the other end, end of the bar. bar. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, man? I made a little phone I t- call. I had to call in. I'll tell you what happened. Me and my neighbor having an issue right now. What you got, man? It ain't my fault. Uh-huh. And it's none of my damn business no. that the pizza man uh-huh. got the numbers confused on the apartment. Uh-huh. I'm 330. Uh-huh. You 303. Uh-huh. He put it to 330. Uh-huh. I ate it. Uh-huh. Ain't none of your damn business. Where he put it in my That's a blessing. This has happened more than once? <laughs> no, this is the first time, but I got to feel it. It ain't going to be the last. God <laughs> is blessing <laughs> you. Yes, he is. <laughs> That's feeling, <laughs> Junior. He, he need to know what he do. God is blessing. Right here. You. What you got? No, you I didn't order a right here. <laughs> one of the best ass women I ever saw <laughs> in college. Uh-huh. Dude was robbing a vending machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kid came up to him and said, I'm going to report you to the RD. <laughs> that brother pulled his arm out that machine and gave his ass something to report. <laughs> that ain't none of your business, though. none of your damn business. Now you got to report a robbery and an ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. That ain't none of your damn business. Oh, we, we college students. Yeah, you ain't the money. Walked right up to that brother and said, hey, I'm reporting you to the RD. He took his hand right out there. Bitch. God. All right, I got one. All right. What? You outside walking around in the front yard. You right. see somebody mm-hmm. you see somebody go in the in your neighbor's yard and get their newspaper in their robe and walk back to their house. That ain't none of my damn business. That, that is really not your business. That ain't really none of my business. It's not your paper. It's not your paper. It might be on the paper sharing program. Yeah, that's all <laughs> one paper per block. It might be his day to read it. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll tell you about it. You don't know if he's going to tell him what happened or not. Or oh, maybe your neighbor stole it from him before you walked <laughs> Thank outside. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, well, right. Your yeah. That could be his newspaper. He's just going back over to get because he didn't got him before. Yeah. Stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. None of your business. You in the shoe store, uh-huh. you see somebody take uh, a cheaper box, right? A mm. cheaper box and put a more expensive pair of shoes in that box. Yeah. And they check out. Yeah. How'd that concern you? Oh, no, no, no. He liked that box. He just liked that box. What, Steve? Hell, I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was you. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, I, oh, 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 I ain't always made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Coming up next is the nephew and run that prank back. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Hugh Hefner. Uh, celebrities reacting to his death. Uh, wow. He passed away a couple of days ago wow. of natural yeah. causes. Yeah, at the age of ninety-one. Ooh, he uh-huh. lived a good one, man. Yes, yes, yes. Original Playboy. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Yeah. 
he had a hella run. Yeah, yes, he, he did. did. Yeah, he that did. boy right there had a hella run. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. hella run. How long yeah. he had the mansion, though? He sold it around the end, though, didn't he sell it? He sold somebody, it where, where no, he could stay he, in it, He though. sold it but where he could stay mm-hmm. in it. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So, you know, I've, I've been there four times. <laughs> oh, we had a party there, remember? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there for well. That's five Ooh. times now. I forgot about the. Uh huh. I party. didn't come out the grotto. Oh, Jesus, oh, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> some life changes stuff. Yeah, there. so we'll we'll have uh, celebrities <laughs> reacting oh, to that, and he gave and me his own tent, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going to do it all that Viagra he had. I need to get in that room, wherever that is. <laughs> Got to be a lot of that left. Viagra, Cialis. Got to be a closet full of it. <laughs> all right, nephew, what you got? Let's go right with what we talking about. What? Breast enhancement. What? It's right in there with the Playboy Mansion. About that? What? No, no right. one said breast. We said Hugh Hefner, though. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Okay. Here it is. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach LaShonda. LaShonda, please. This is she. Hi, LaShonda. It's uh, Bill from uh, Human Resources. Uh, human Resources of? Here at our group. You've been here with us for a year now. Oh, yes. Hi. Good morning. Good morning to you. Listen, you actually had an evaluation uh, because you've completed your first year, right? Yes, correct. Okay. How, how is everything in the, in, the, in the work environment? You feel comfortable? Oh, yes. Everything is great. Um, I enjoy my employment here, and I don't have any issues with anybody. Um, I've (laughs) maintained a a professional friendship. Good deal. Good deal. How do you feel about your your physical appearance in the office? How do you feel about that? The physical appearance in the office? Um, We could use some paint in the office. Is that what you mean? Well, I mean your actual physical appearance, your your attire, you know. Uh, are you are you comfortable with yourself? Yes. Okay. Am, am I comfortable with my physical appearance? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hey, here, here's something that that uh, Lashonda, I wanted to reach out to you about that uh, came from the higher ups. Are, are would you be willing to actually change uh, to to enhance your 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 breast size? Hi, I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear the last question. Would you say? I said, would you would you be willing to enhance your breast size? My breast size? Do Do you think you would have a problem getting your breast enlarged? Oh, you calling from Human Resources? I'm Bill f- here in Human Resources. Yes. Okay, and you're asking me about my breast size? Yes, I'm, I'm asking you. Do you mind? Uh, would you mind getting them enlarged? What What, what the What the higher ups feel is that it actually. Um, Beautifies the okay. entire work you know, area. And, and, and really, I don't care what the higher-ups feel or how whomever feels about my breast size. That's really inappropriate. Very inappropriate. I'm sorry. What's your supervisor's name? B- William? Um, no, what's your my, name, my name. I'm, I'm William. You're William. And you're calling me, asking me about my breast size. Right? Correct? Is that what you're asking me? Is that what you're asking me? LaShonda, listen. Calm down a minute. Listen. No, we, I, no, 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 no. This, this is no calm down a minute. This is very inappropriate. Okay. Well, very no, let, inappropriate. Let, let, what does my you, breast size have to do with my employment? How okay. is that? I don't work for Hooters. Oh, this is okay. not, are, are we Hooters now? Really? No. Well, well, listen to me. If you look around the room, if you look around the room when you, when you get to work, you'll notice that most of the girls have had theirs enlarged. And it's really been... Are you, are you right now? Are you 
me look around the room. What are you? First of all, I'm not looking and going to work and looking at other women. That's number one. That's number one. Number two, why are you calling me from human resources asking me to look around? The, that's really ridiculous. Is well, it not? Are we well, not professionals? We we are professional, but what, what um, we're trying Mr. to do William is Bill? What, William Bill is your name? No, Bill? no. It's, it's, um, who's your supervisor? Okay, you know what? Why don't we do this? Let's start over, and let me try to no, give you. Why a don't we bit. do this? What, who is your supervisor? Because first of all, I've never heard of a William Bill or whomever you say you it's, are. It's, it's, it's William. They call me Bill for sure. William, William. Because you're calling me like really inappropriately. And you're you're being really nasty right now. This is ridiculous. Lashonda, we're gonna pay for half of this. Are you are you serious right now? You you know what you're gonna pay for? You're gonna pay for a whole lot because I'm a, I'm about to press charges on you one for harassment and two the company will be. What, who's your supervisor? Well, ma'am, ma'am, no, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It does not matter who my supervisor is. No, it does matter who your supervisor is because I'm quite sure they do not approve of you calling around trying to get people to. And, and there's nothing wrong, first of all, with the way I look. There's nothing wrong with the size of my breast. You don't and agree that they're. Don't you, complain about the way I look. You don't. You don't agree that they're small. You don't agree that to that. This is the way God made me. I don't have to have big breasts. It don't matter what I look like as long as I'm doing my job. Like, are you serious right now? I don't understand why there's a problem even thinking about taking on the issue. You know are what you, I mean? Are you, are you serious right now? You serious? I'm, I'm, I'm you very serious. serious. You know what? It don't have to be an issue. Because I know where human resources is. Like, you're calling me on some real, real dumb right now. Talking some breast size. That we we going to see how big your be after we beat the out of you. You understand that? You get that? Because when, no, my, man, uh, you, you, when you, you, my man, when my man, when my man gets to see who is calling me, asking me about my damn, you know what? You, you know what, Lashonda? I think you're taking it no. the wrong way. I think you're taking it. You know, it we don't even we don't even need to talk no more. It ain't, we don't even got to talk about. You understand that? We have nothing to talk about, Bill. Just just understand this. You done set yourself up with the right. You done set yourself up with the right. I'm telling you that right now. Understand that. Please know that. Please know that you dialed the right number. Monday. Monday morning, nine o'clock. I, I need for you to be at Human Resources. Understand I will, that. I will. I will be here at oh, Human Resources. Be there, and I will be there, and my man will be there, and we'll talk about when we get there. Keep running your mouth, and know this: that this conversation is is is, is going to get put out there, and everybody going to know about this organization, this company. And I'm suing the out of y'all. You understand okay, but, that? But, but why, why? Why do you continue to? Why? 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 No, there's no why. Why? Nothing. Understand that. You heard what I said, right? I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm, William I'm, Bill, I'm, you have no idea who you with. You understand that? But you will know on Monday. I promise you that. That's cool with me. That. That's cool. Oh, that's cool with me. You have no idea. You dealing with Nipsey. You, you, no you don't even know that. You have no idea who you with. You need to watch your mouth. Watch you your even, mouth, you, bro. You need to know you're dealing with nephew Tommy. You need to know that. What? <laughs> hello? LaShonda, hello? Hello? LaShonda, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Are Show. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Oh. Come Monday morning. <laughs> I was going to human resources. Okay, okay, I got to ask okay. you something. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> Clearly the Steve Harvey Morning Show with Nephew Tommy. Enhancement. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just somebody enhancement. <laughs> when you stout, my granddad say, when you stout with it. <laughs> if you could.
Yeah, I just had a little. Oh, you had a moment? Yeah, I had a moment. I'm sorry. I apologize. Everybody uh-huh. get them every now and then. I'm married. Now I had to keep telling myself I'm married. Yeah, what? Do you forget? Yeah, I think so. Well, there are moments, Shirley. I mean, I ain't been married that long. I mean, you got to, uh-huh. you know, there's some moments you wake up and sit there. You're still, you still getting used to it, right, Tom? Yeah, you know, you wake up some morning and be like, who is this next to me? <laughs> <laughs> this joke done went too far. To me right Who now. is this next to me? I'm All right, Miss Ann is coming up next with today's national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tributes rolled in overnight from celebrities remembering Playboy founder Hugh Hefner, who passed away Wednesday at the age of 91. Hollywood had a very close relationship with Hefner after um, over the past half century. And its biggest stars were often fixtures. Steve just mentioned he was at parties held. I, whoa, 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 whoa. I yeah. was fixture. Well, mm. I just said you just mentioned. No, I just mentioned, but don't don't say that. How many times you went over there? He said five. Five. You sure wasn't. You sure wasn't. Some circles, that's fixture. I went with Uh you before four. You sure wasn't. Did you stay late? Hell, I went late. You were a fixture. (laughs) (laughs) Was the sun coming up when you left? Yeah, was the sun coming up when you left? (laughs) No, but it was pretty gone. (laughs) As we lay. As we lay. Anyway, um, big big stars were often fixtures at parties held at uh, Hef's iconic Los Angeles mansion. Reverend Jesse Jackson said, Hugh Hefner was a strong supporter of the civil rights movement. We shall never forget him. May he, was. May he rest was. in peace. Yeah. yeah. So Jesse was over there, too? Well, he had a lot of places. Shut up, be. Steve. <laughs> well, Jesse? Yeah, Jesse was a lot of places. You go real. Rev? Rev? Yeah, Ever now and then, you'll have to get over and enjoy yourself at at the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) The mansion. I'll have some wonderful time with Hugh Hefner there at the mansion. The mansion with the Playboy Bunner. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's not funny. Every now and then, you just want a bunny. (laughs) And they take your money. (laughs) Hugh Hefner will take the money. Hey, Jesse. Just want him to distinguish voices. Man. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Just want him to. Yeah, I can't even do it, Jesse. Yeah. I just know. Hey, Jesse. I've just looked up and went. Rip? I'm sorry. I looked around. I said, man, where am I? Yeah, that's where I thought I was. I don't know what you're doing here, dog. It does I make go, you check make yourself you. when you look up and see yeah, the ref. Yeah, like, yeah, am I in the damn, right place? Damn, <laughs> damn, what the hell am I doing? I thought this was comedy club. <laughs> I thought this was, I thought this was girls. He would come everywhere. Yeah, you see Rev everywhere, man. Make sure you hang out in the grotto. <laughs> <laughs> I might be up tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to stop. It, it, was Are a, you? it was an amazing place, though, because... I've never been. No, never man, been. you notice all those years mm-hmm. of a place that was built around the sex industry. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, that was pornography. Playboy was pornography. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm still is, really, but I guess. But it was just like, well, if you had a Playboy magazine, this was like straight crazy. But the thing of it is, you've never once... All those years had a single harassment charge, 
uh, sex crime up there, nothing. You know why? Because every square inch of that place is videotaped. Every, Uh. and they tell you as soon as you come up there, okay? If you go to the bathroom, I'm just letting you know. Tape, so can't no two people go in the bathroom and do and that, then man. somebody come running out talking about she violated me. Mm-hmm. No, no, we have a tape of it, yeah, oh, and you just had to go along with it, man. And that was it. God. Every square inch, the only place that wasn't videotaped was inside the cave in the swimming pool. Oh. That's why I was. Place All right, didn't have a cave. That's why I was. Introduce me, Sam, ladies and gentlemen. We have with us probably one of the most talented news people in all of radio. Best voice, but knowledge and articulation at a highest level. I'm so proud to be announcing her every day. And backing out of this segment, as I have learned to do, to allow nothing but news, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Thanks so much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, we've got some good news. For once, I'm going to talk about some good news. Looks like more help is on the way to Puerto Rico. First of all, President Trump has waived the Jones Act for 10 days, and that means foreign ships will be allowed to transport cargo to the millions of hurricane survivors in Puerto Rico. Now, the Jones Act mandates that all goods shipped to the United States, any of our ports, has to be carried by U.S. flag ships. So not only is that rule being waived for about a week so they can get some stuff into Puerto Rico, but now two Republican senators are proposing that Puerto Rico be permanently exempted from the Jones Act. Also, House Speaker Paul Ryan now says more federal dollars have been cleared for relief efforts on that U.S. territory. $6.7 billion in two days will be released into the FEMA accounts, which equally applies to Puerto Rico. Actually, the president waived 100% of the match with respect to Puerto Rico, more generous than for Texas and Florida. So uh, a, a huge capital injection will occur in two days. So the resources are there. That's right. They are there. So there's another problem, however. Officials say that thousands of shipping containers with relief supplies have been stuck at San Juan's port because there are not enough trucks to deliver them and not enough fuel to keep the ones that are available running. Also, many roads are still blocked and more rain is predicted for PR over the weekend. There's a shortage of truck drivers. So now the governor of Puerto Rico is appealing to anybody down there who's licensed to drive a truck to come on in. He's asking for help to move the fuel. A horrible story out of Sacramento, California. Authorities say that an eight-year-old boy was brutally murdered with a hammer, protecting his little sister from being sexually molested by his mother's ex-boyfriend. Police say 23-year-old DeAndre Cheney faces murder and attempted murder charges, among other things. Little Dante Brown had just started third grade and didn't make it to his second day. And last night's NFL game, the Chicago Bears traveled to Green Bay. The Packers decided before the game what the team was going to do when the national anthem played. Packers, players, coaches, staff, all locked arms. Most of the Packers uh, locked arms. Three players chose to sit on a bench on Sunday. By the way, Texas Texans rookie quarterback Deshaun Watson donated his first game check to three women who work for the NRG Stadium cafeteria who were especially affected by the flooding from Hurricane Harvey. He makes about $465,000. He donated his first check, which is $27,000. Very nice. Today, National Broadway Musicals Day. That's right. 20 minutes after the hour, stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, uh, Steve, introduce Jay so Jay can introduce the butterfly, please. <laughs> Give me the Jay. <laughs> Do you know the butterfly? Because I do. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley Carla Jr., J. Anthony Brown. Oh, my God. The introduction is always so incredible when you hear. Thank you so much. Listen, we're going to get right down to it. 
I am having, you, this is a wonderful Friday. I am having a Playboy Mansion yard sale. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I have house slippers. I have smoking jackets. You ain't have, got nothing from the Playboy Mansion but I'm gonna be out to in be the holding no damn yard sale. Yes, I am. Don't nobody I'm, want that cheap ass mess you got. Hugh Hefner didn't wear pink fluff boas and and slippers but like you and you're not gonna sit up in here and degrade this man's try to take advantage of somebody passing you I'm know good half fat oh, Steve. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes. What else? What are some of the items you have? Anyway, I got bed spreads. I got sheets. I have um, swimsuits of people that got in the grotto. What's the count on these sheets? What thread count? Oh, this is like um, ten thousand thread count. These are great sheets. <laughs> what? E- e- Egyptian. This is beautiful. You don't mind missing. But anyway, if you come, if you come by Sunday, I'll be out in the yard selling stuff. At the Playboy Mansion. But the house slippers are to die for. They're very expensive. Hugh Hefner's slippers are at least two, three thousand house slippers. So you want to get your man, what, what will you be wearing for the sale? Man, you won't be nowhere near the Playboy. I'm going to have some slippers on. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to have on um, stuff that Hugh Hefner would, would have worn because he always wore real nice stuff. You got pillowcases to go with the sheets? Pillowcases. They're all satin. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. And that's what the ladies like. See that satin stuff? Yeah. So yeah. this is what you want to do. You want to come out. It's the Eugene Playboy Mansion yard sale. All right? If you okay. see me running, it's because I'm not supposed to be there. I'll just be a block down the way. But I'm just... <laughs> it's an estate sale. Yeah. Would you? It's, not it's an estate. Wow. Man- it's a mansion sale. Would you have? <laughs> you, are you going to put signs out so people will know? Yeah. Right? yeah. Wait, yeah. Eugene. Yeah. Eugene's yard uh, mansion Eugene. yard sale, and Eugene. it'll point you to where. Eugene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eugene. Let, let me help you before you go. <laughs> what you're not going to be able to handle. Listen to me. But you're not going to be able no, to. Don't be a dream killer now, Steve. The, don't be a dream killer, because no, I already have my square me. so you can swipe. What? L- listen to me. The Playboy Mansion was already sold. Hugh Hefner sold it before he passed. Mm. And his the deal that he cut was he could stay there until he passed. Right. The new owners are going to take immediate possession. I can't get none of the pajamas to sell. You're not going to get nothing. You better not go nowhere. Are you selling you pajamas, tops, or bottoms? Which one? Just yeah, the, you just... don't have no bottoms. Well, I'm selling them individually. You It's not as a set. So you're selling the bottoms or the tops? All his yeah, tops some people just want, Some people just want tops and some people just want bottoms. So you're not selling as a unit. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, J. Anthony Brown is here, uh, as you can hear. Uh, he's going to murder <laughs> another hit. We'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce Jay as he murders another Ladies hit. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who has caused me to lose most celebrity friends <laughs> in the short time he's been here, murdering the hits, Jay Anthony Brown. First of all, you're not going to lose any friends today. You're not. This is a great one. Can I, first, I want to do a shout-out for the Class Crown program. You want to go to my website, check that out. We're working on that. And Taco Tuesday, I got Junior coming. I got George Wallace starts October the 7th. Junior, um, nephew Tommy, I got George Wallace. Yes, sir. Uh, so Tommy going to do the spot? Yeah, yeah he's going to do, do the spot. He's going to do the spot, dog. As soon as I get off this, too, I'm going to do the spot. Yeah, he's coming to the spot. Mm-hmm. I might as well do it. I work with him on well, I ask Tommy every day, so it's just it's, I, I said I the negotiating thing. It starts October the seventeenth. <laughs> it's hard. It is really tough. It has it's been hard. my toughest. Y'all been, 
Because he, he uh, wants the same damn price he gets. No, it, it, ain't, it ain't price. It's, it's all it's the stuff I got to put in the restroom. room. Oh, okay. you know, oh it's writer. It's Hold on. Carpet. Tommy gets stuff in the dressing room? Yeah. yeah. I got to have some Snickers. October the 7th, with Lanelle. I got Flam. I got Faison. I got Cheryl, Sherry Shepard, George Wallace, Kim Whitley. I got... You, but anyway, back to the hit. All that damn Pharrell you got to put in his dressing room. What? Tommy got so much damn hair. I, I want to do my contract over. Yeah, anything, anything you want, anything you want, Junior, you can have it too. Yeah, I'm not coming. Mind over. I said I was just coming. <laughs> get the Voss spark, sparkling water, Junior. Make sure you get that. You got to put what this up. Voss. 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 Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's gonna come from the spigot. All right. <laughs> You're going to run it in the bottle. I'm going to have spaghetti on sparkling water. All right, today's hit. This is very, this is very dear to me. And I, I got this from my buddy, Steve. He said, my wife uh, wears these damn Capri pants all the time. Mm. And he's really sick of it. Could you write a song letting some of these ladies know that you, just, you can't wear these pants all the damn time? Check it out. Big girls are sexy, all that meat on them bones. Some outfits look good on y'all, some you should leave alone. Well, I'm here to let you know, girl, I won't stay wrong. A cute summer dress or tight pants look great, as long as those pants are long. Next, the nephew's prank phone call. We'll be back right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, get ready for today's Strawberry Letter. But right now, it's the nephew on tap with another prank phone call. Neff. Hooking up at the daycare. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you go, you're going to find it in different places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I'm mm-hmm. dropping different the baby places. off and you're dropping the baby off, come on now. Mm-hmm. Let's hook it up at the daycare. Hook it up at the daycare. I love different places. Yep. Yes. Yep. You can oh, find it. Play too much. Here you go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to reach Frida. This is Frida, and who is this? You don't know me. My name is uh, Lonnie. Lonnie I, I know I wanted to call you. I've been looking for trying to get your phone number actually for like about the last about two weeks now. What do you need uh, my number for, baby? Can you get on with it? Because I, I'm on lunch break. I'm trying to hear me eat my lunch and I need you to come on with it. Okay. Now, is your um your husband is. Uh, <laughs> what is your name again? My name is Lonnie. Lonnie. Okay. Okay, and you asking about my husband. Now, what about Yes, that's my husband. See, the problem I'm, I'm having, Miss uh, Frida, is that I, I I looked through my wife's cell phone about two, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and, and I found out that this actual phone number belonged to your husband named and he he been text messaging her. And, stop right there. Stop, stop, stop right there. Wait a minute, because it, but see, th- let me finish, though. He he been text messaging her different uh text messages and stuff about he wanna meet up with her and, and how she looked the other day and stuff like this here. But uh-huh. then but then even worse than this here is he, you know, done sent some 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 pictures of himself, some some naked pictures on the on the uh on 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 the cell phone. Baby please, so, baby, 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 please. No, no, sir. Not I know not because if anything, if he's texting anybody, need to be an employer about a job. I, I know you're not telling me. Who, baby? Who is your wife? What's your name again? What's your name again? My name is Lonnie, and my 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 wife name is, is my wife name is Denise. 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 Mm-mm. That ain't registering with me. I, I, I don't. We pretty much have an open relationship where we kind of communicate, and mm-mm. I, don't, I don't know nothing about no Denise. And we okay, have, we let me ask you this. Together. Okay, do 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 your husband's last four digits on his phone is sixty eight twenty two? Yeah, that would be the last four digits. Okay, see that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not trying to call you. You know, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed in my wife because of these text messages and these pictures and stuff. You know, I'm I'm the one. I, that's why I say, okay, I need to call this man's wife right here and see what you know. Do she okay, even know it? Uh-uh. I need you to wait a minute, back up, baby. Be quiet for a minute. Look here, okay. Denise, you're Lonnie. Okay, where they supposed to admit it? What, what? I, you know, because we usually go everywhere together when we go. To, first of all, the don't work. Let's let's go there. He does not work. Uh, okay, so I don't know where it is when he got when he generally when he leaves the house we're together. So I, where did they meet? With what? How did how did they meet two weeks ago? You say? Because oh, I'm listening to you now. You got well, my I don't. I don't know if they met two weeks ago. I'm just I just found uh him in the cell phone two weeks ago. That's what I'm saying. Now you say if you saying he don't work, then evidently it must be during the day while you gone or something. I don't do I mean you, you say you on your lunch break right now? Yeah, uh huh. And where's okay. your wife right now? Wait a minute, where, do you know where your wife is right now? Uh well she's supposed to be at, at work right now. 
And you know what? I just called him. He told me he was going to get in the tub. And when I called back, it was taking him long. He used it. it, it uh-huh. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. If I ain't have to go back in this hospital, baby, baby, baby. See, it, yeah. Where's your wife? I need you to get to. We need to see where your wife is. Well, see, my wife works at a uh, at a, at a non, hold, Wait a minute. Do y'all have Do y'all have kids? Hell yeah, we got kids, and that's my problem. That's why I'm so upset. I'm working all day. I get up at four in the morning to make sure I got everything prepared for the whole day. Got to get the kids. Ready. We have three kids. One, two, and three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have now, three now, here, kids. Here, is he the one? Because see, I, I is do he? Because my wife works at a at a daycare. Do he drop him off at a daycare? Don't start you 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 baby. You is getting deeper. If I get to this, what daycare does your wife work at, baby? Because I see, mm-mm, mm-mm, don't start me. Yeah, he dropping them off. Okay. Uh huh. If you tell me tonight, baby, just tell me. If babe, I prom, I swear, Lonnie. Now, now she's been at this place called. Children's Academy. You are a lie. You better not tell me this non-working is with the that's supposed to be watching our kids. See, oh, see, nah. see. I'm already oh, and see, but see, I'm already upset and been upset about this here for the last. I've been holding it for the last two weeks. I've been holding it. it ain't said nothing till the next. Why are you holding it? Why are you holding it? Crazy. I will, Why is you holding? You should have been called me. What? Oh, this is when he get his. Let me tell you something. I get up at four every morning. And this I go to. I have to be to work for six thirty every morning. I get to that damn hospital. I slave all. They did come home and slave for him. Try to make sure he feels good as a man, although he's not working. You know it wasn't his fault he got laid off. But hey, I want him to feel good, although he's not working. Cause you know y'all don't feel too good when you're not working. So. I wanted him to feel good. I tell the kids, you know, it's going to be okay. But I bet you this got that something. Wait a minute now, because like that kids. is my wife. Don't be f***ing her. She's my wife. Not, not. Wait a minute. Now, but wait a minute. See, I told you it was ignorant, because, see, you should have been calling me long ago. Let me tell you how you ignorant, too. See, she's a first of all, because she said she too up. She said he raised that out of She don't know how to play the game. And she with my husband, and he's sending her naked pictures. He ain't got to be showing her no way. Trust me, it ain't worth showing. I was just with him because he was a good man. I guess my is dumb too. Oh, when I get well, on well, this, look, I was gonna ask you this here, because don't ask. What do you want to ask? What can you ask me? You just told me this here is with your wife, some named Denise. Yes, that's what I said. And this is the that's watching the twins. Baby, we have twins. Do you hear me? Can I Baby, say something else to you? I don't need you to say a thing. Cause Can I, I say you. one more thing? What the do you need to say? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked <laughs> by your husband, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> this is some <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> that got to to be pranking me. He needs to be trying to find a Yo, you know what? <laughs> this is some. This is some I'm going to get it when I get home. His non-working. Is. I when I ain't cooking tonight. Let me tell you, the only thing that saves the situation is because first of all, I'm a woman, so I, I want more information. But the second thing is, we need the job. His don't work. I couldn't leave work. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get I, his. I gotta ask you something, baby. 
What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> Definitely the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Next time, I'm going to you. know I'm going to get you. You and No matter how you find it, just get it. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. Y'all with me? Well, yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. Well, you know, I don't like the fact that y'all don't like my stupid sometimes. Oh, no, sometimes. we love oh, it. God. We love it. Where'd you get that idea? Okay. You feel like we judging you? Yeah, I feel like y'all judge or won't embrace my stupid. I just don't want you to get hurt out there. Yeah, you are. We're, we're concerned over your well-being, Tommy. Mm. Yeah. Somebody going to confront you one day. Uh-huh. He's touring <laughs> the country in his play. That's Mom right, Biloxi, Mississippi tonight. Biloxi, Mississippi tonight. Get your tickets. Mama's boy is in town. That's Johnny Gill. That's Robin Gibbons. That's your boy, nephew. Did you already say Robin Gibbons? Yeah, I said Robin. <laughs> what happens to you? I just started whispering. <laughs> <laughs> That's in Robin Gibbons' voice, huh? <laughs> Coming up in about an hour, get ready for another exciting episode of Bad Acting Theater. Yes, ma'am. Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> but up next, the Strawberry Letter is on deck. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to today's crazy Strawberry Letter, and this letter is a trip. First, Donald Trump continues to focus on what happens Sunday mornings with the NFL, rather than focusing on more pressing and urgent matters. Uh, Trump is insisting the players protesting during the national anthem are putting the NFL through hell. Meanwhile, Trump is so busy declaring war on the the NFL, some people feel like Hurricane Maria for Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands is going to be Trump's Hurricane Katrina. Food, supplies, and water are desperately needed. You said Uh, that? I just said that, man. Really? He's... Yeah. It's, it's almost like we're treating Puerto Rico like we treated Hurricane Katrina, the victims in down New in New Orleans. In yeah. New Orleans. Uh-huh. We're doing the same thing. What's really messed up is, you know, Puerto Rico's a part of the United States. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the Jones and the Act that he just lifted. Stuff sitting at the pit. Stuff just it's sitting there, yeah. man. The they don't even ship it. No. Just not sit- it shouldn't take days to help nobody, man. No. It's, it's just, n- n- I'm, you know, look. I'm not saying that's his fault, cause, but somebody should have got it lifted right away. And if it ain't your fault, stop tweeting about football. Yeah, but Deal it's with way that. more important <laughs> than Deal the with NFL. That. Yeah. For real, yeah. for real, bro. Yeah. You tweet about that to divert attention uh-huh. yes. from some more serious issues right now. Right. Because so, the narrative of what the football players were really kneeling about has changed. Yeah. yeah. What Colin Kaepernick Colin. changed yeah. to kneel for mm-hmm. was the mistreatment of African Americans by the police. Yeah, nothing police to do brutality. with the flag, man. Nothing Can we with the just military. stop killing all these people out here for no damn reason mm-hmm. and then nobody doing no time. The narrative has changed. It's not about the military. Nobody disrespecting the military. Nope. Not Nobody's disrespecting your country. It ain't about the flag. It's it ain't about our none of that, country man. too. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. our country should be to us the same thing as our country is to you. We ought to be able to drive our car and send our sons off to a party without worrying about him dying at the hands of the police. That's what this all, this was about that. But it also has something to do with Charlottesville. We keep ignoring it. It's about race. Race fits into almost everything we do in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we keep acting like it don't. Yeah. 
And, the yeah, and if you keep speaking to your white base and not reaching out to right. black, brown, Hispanic, and, and Asians, you're, you're still going to have this thing. problem. All he's doing is constantly speaking to his base. Yep. It's like we don't concern. Mm-hmm. We're no concern of his. And that's why you got the problem. And you're going to keep having it. This is boiling, though, y'all. This going to yeah. explode in Oh, again. absolutely. It's boiling, man. You know, that whole is good people on both sides. That, no, it's not. Man, it's not. Hey, hey, you hate another person, that makes you not a good person. Yeah, absolutely. Period. We quit calling them good ass people. Skinheads and clans members and white supremacists are not good people. Nope. They're demented. They have deranged thinking. You think you better than me because the color of your skin. Oh, really? Really, man? And I'm supposed to sit here and be okay with that. So when you come down the street with your flags and your torches and your and your slogans and your chants about Jews and gays and blacks, I ain't got the right to say, uh-uh. Not on my street. In America, yeah. you do. In front of my house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> come First on. Right. And it wasn't even real torches. It was tiki lamps. I mean, yeah. that's They've just... been by Pier 1. And yeah, they went... <laughs> Yeah, they, they, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't know they how to do it. They ain't using a bonfire like that. 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 They ain't using a bonfire like Good morning, morning crew. I'm a 33-year-old married man to a 38-year-old woman who has two kids. I myself don't have any kids. We are both Christians. We actually decided to get saved together as well as baptized. This was the best decision of my life. To cut a long story short, my wife wants to have children, but I'm afraid to because my wife and daughter do not get along. They argue a lot, and they've even gotten into physical fights with each other. My stepdaughter lies a lot. She's been arrested for fighting, sent to suspension school, as well as seen a psychiatrist. I believe before I got married, I was a mild-mannered, level-headed individual. I'd rather talk than scold. I'd rather try to think of a logical explanation of why their relationship is not good. This was my approach for the first three years of being together. We've been together for five years, married for the last two years. I've recently become impatient, angry at times, verbally abusive, which I hate because I'd rather be happy and stay in a positive light. I forgot to mention that her biological father is a hot-headed, ignorant person in which we have had several verbal altercations over the phone. Stephen Shirley, God has changed my life, but sometimes I feel like going up somebody's head. No, that's right. (laughs) Now my wife's biological clock is ticking, and she wants us to have a kid because she says she doesn't want me to want one later on when she can't have one. I want a kid. But I'm not sure anymore if I want to have one with her because of her and her daughter's relationship. I love my wife and stepdaughter, but it's unbearable at times to live under the same roof together. Oh, yeah, you probably wondered what happened to the other kid. He's a good kid. He's in college, got a job, lives on his own, and we get along very well. He's my dog. But please help me with this other situation. Mm. Okay, dear, please help. You know what? I really like this letter because it's from a brother, and and I I think he's really sincere about how he feels about, you know, his love for his wife and his family and all that. Um, But Brother Man is really fed up with what's going on under his roof between mother and daughter, and, and I can certainly understand that. But what I don't get 
is is why is all this going on? You know, um, if the son is old enough to be out and living on his own and having a job and all that, why isn't the daughter out too? I mean, you you didn't mention in the letter um, what her age is, but she sure is acting real grown up in there. That's all I got to say. You're fighting with your mom and all that. You're, you're acting real grown. So you need to get out and get your own spot, you know, if you're a, of age. It sounds like you are. I don't think um, you and your wife should have children until that happens because you really don't want to bring a child in, you know, under that situation. You just don't want to do that. It's not good for the child. It's not healthy. Um, and, and it's, you know, as far as you're not bringing a child in that mess, I totally agree with you. So I say talk to your wife, you know, and maybe you guys can put things off a little bit more until you can work. She can work the situation out with her daughter. Steve. Uh, oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Almost time. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll we'll send people back. to the web, uh, website, yeah. Letter I really don't posted. know what angle I'm going to take here. Okay. I just had to think about it over the break. All right. It's not clear to me right now. Okay, mm. well, okay. ponder Because even bit. though this letter is from a man, yeah. mm-hmm. it's really about this woman and her daughter's yeah, relationship. It, is. it yeah. definitely so, is. I don't really know where to go. I'll think of something, though. Okay. All right, Code Cracker. We'll be it back. might be entertaining. Uh. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Are you sick of being embarrassed by thinning hair or tired of worrying about your thin edges? Then you need the Vitalize Hair Regrowth System. I can tell you from my own experience, Vitalize works. The ingredients in Vitalize are clinically proven to give you thicker, fuller hair and regrow those edges. So I want you to go to thinedges.com right now or Call 800-875-77. Money-back guarantee, so you've got nothing to lose but those Thin Edges family. Go to thinedges.com or call 800-800-7577. 800-800-7577. Coming up in about 20 minutes, another episode of Bad Acting <laughs> Theater with the Chapmans. I know you can't wait for that. <laughs> but come on, Steve, <laughs> right now with part two of today's Strawberry Letter. Should I have a kid or not? Good morning, crew. I'm a 33-year-old man married to a 38-year-old woman who has two kids. I myself don't have any kids. We are both Christians. We actually decided to get saved together as well as baptized. This is the best decision of my life. To cut a long story short, my wife wants to have children, but I'm afraid to because my wife and daughter do not get along. They argue a lot. They've gotten into physical fights with each other. My stepdaughter lies a lot. She's been arrested for fighting, sent to suspension school, as well as a psychiatrist. Now, this is not my field of expertise at all. This is not because this is not a, a letter that can be answered from the male perspective. So that's why I lose my expertise when we get into this arena here. And it's not in a racial. Asking me, my other expert, (laughs) which is racial. Uh, I'm an expert on race. Um, So the problem is really your your wife and her daughter, who is your stepdaughter. Now, uh, this girl is underage because she's been arrested for fighting and sent to suspension school, so which lets me know she's an underage, she's a minor. Um, as well as a psychiatrist and all of this here. Um, I don't know what's happening between your daughter and the mother. Uh, I'm not an expert, but maybe, just maybe, since you said her father is a hot-headed, ignorant person, the relationship between the daughter and the father and the mother never got resolved. There could be, I don't know, some resentment there. Uh, for her leaving her father, maybe never really explained. That could be when it comes to a mother and daughter relationship. 
that is filled with different levels I've discovered over the years. Women's relationship with their mom has many different levels. Oftentimes that a man's relationship with his father never gets to or a man's relationship with his mother never gets to. They're friends in a lot of ways. They're they're parents in a lot of ways. They're equal in a lot of ways. Then you have to get into, I'm really your mama, you the daughter role. And they blur that line, uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. I've just seen it happen a lot of times. So I don't know what the deal is right here. But let's just get to you, though, brother. Here's what I can help you with. This, uh, you've recently become impatient, angry, and at times verbally abusive, which I hate because I'd rather be happy and stay in a positive light. I understand what you're saying. You can get yourself in a bad situation. A bad situation can change you as a person. You got to stop allowing that to happen. Because when you become verbally abusive, I can assure you, you ain't helping the situation at all. At all. Especially coming from you as the man. Now, if you're being verbally abusive to this young girl, you're sending up a bad example for this young girl. Because this young girl can carry this baggage with her into her adult relationships with men and think that, well, my daddy yelled and cussed at me and called me names. So now it's just more of the same. And that's par for the course. You can never, ever create this mindset in your daughter. Yeah, be that frustrated. Stepdaughter or not. That's true. This is really your daughter. Because you married the girl. Here's the manhood side of it. That's your daughter. Matter of fact, you can quit calling her stepdaughter right now. You really can't stop. And a child of your own, you got to kill this conversation right here, partner. I'm telling you, because you all are at odds and she's at odds, you don't want to lay claim to her. But that's the first thing you're going to have to do. You're going to have to lay claim to the girl. Because as long as that's your wife and that's her daughter, I got some news for you. That's yours. That's yours. Now, real men come to that realization about it real quick. Sometimes it takes us a little bit long. So I'm just coming at you from the male perspective. You first have to embrace this girl as yours. This her daddy this, her daddy that. Well, right now, you the daddy. See, he just the father. But you the daddy. You the one paying for the bills and buying the shoes and the iPhones and all this here. So see, you the daddy. Okay, Steve, we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Thank you to everyone who called in, who participated yesterday in the Strawberry Letter right, live sure. after show hey. on Facebook. I appreciate it. <laughs> Do it every Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey, listen, uh, the juice is going to be loose. Don't forget that. O.J. Simpson is set to be released from the Lovelock Correctional Center on Monday. Monday, guys. It's here. Bites out on Monday, baby. Yeah. Hide your knives. Hide your knives. OJ is out. Hide your knives. Hide all your cutlery. OJ is out. Been to be cutting up. <laughs> OJ turned 70 earlier this year while serving what would be the ninth and final year of his 33-year sentence. So there you go. He's going to play golf as soon as he get out. Nobody gonna play with old Shay. Yeah, he, he, he gonna be by himself. Man. He gonna play by himself. He can't even get a caddy. <laughs> he need you know. to be in the other cart. He can't it's be with my office. I mean, you think he car. gonna ask me about the stuff I said about him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. While y'all playing. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. just got out of prison for somebody stealing his stuff. Yeah. yeah he gonna you know, uh, and he and gonna have on a glove. He gonna yeah. have OJ a glove. OJ gonna be repeating all the lines, Steve. <laughs> all his special. Now we could do this, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's invite him over to play at the house in the simulator downstairs. We can leave later. Are you play crazy? I know nobody be comfortable with OJ downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> People upstairs nervous. <laughs> I mean, you might want to take a nap. You can't go to sleep. <laughs> what did what did, what did they have to hide, Jay? What'd you say, Jay? What about the wide awake? <laughs> you got to know what you got to be looking at the security screen every damn time. in the whole time in the house. Yeah. Where, where's he going? Where, 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 where's hey, he hey. going? Why? Why in the kitchen? Stay out the kitchen. <laughs> What is he shot? What does he have to hide, Jay? That's what I want to hear. Uh, OJ, that room is off limits. Don't go in that room. That room. Uh-uh. Not allowed in the hey, kitchen. We get to play and go. What you? Hey, hey man. Where's your glove? Where is your damn glove, man? Why your glove missing again? Right. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. He, no, he can't come eat, up to the house. Tommy. When no. he, he don't need to eat with nothing with knives. No, just the spoon. Man. All spoon food. Just spoon. <laughs> he need to eat baby food. <laughs> <laughs> OJ eats only with plastic stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, we got to go. Coming up, another exciting episode of The Chapman. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There we go. Welcome to another episode of Steve Harvey's Bad Acting Theater with your narrator and host, me, Shirley Strawberry. The story of Earl Chapman and his crazy family, played by Steve Harvey and the cast of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Of course, you all know Steve Harvey, right? Let me do his credits now so he won't interrupt me at the end. Soundman, can I have a drum roll, please? Okay, that'll do. He's the star of Thunderdome, <laughs> Little Big Shots, Family Feud, Showtime at the Apollo, and the new nighttime show that comes on in the day called Steve. Check your local listings. There you go. Are you happy now, Steve? Yeah, I'm cool. Just go on with the damn show. Okay. <laughs> rude, 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 rude. So if you haven't been paying attention, I-, I read this every week, and I still don't know what's going on. Here's what happened last week. Earl was talking to Frenchie, who was George Wallace, who was played by Tommy, about his hit on his son, Chester. Yeah, gonna be you gotta play the clip. Suit. I'm gonna be wearing a black suit. Now make sure you shoot the dude with the blue suit and not the black suit. All right, all right, no, 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 let, me, let, let me get this right. You gonna have on the blue suit, and he gonna have on the black suit. No, no fool. Junior was just as confused as to why he had to take out a hit on his dad. Why would I want to kill my daddy? He's been good to me. Well, he hasn't been good to me. And then the blue suit, black suit really threw him off. Okay, let me get this right. So Chester will be wearing a black suit. Then I got really irritated by the whole blue suit, black suit thing, so I had to step in. Oh, God. Uh, Okay, we're not going through that again. (laughs) Tommy, who played Chester and Frenchie, switched from one character to the next because the scriptwriter messed up. Why Chester talk? Yeah, you're supposed it's, to do it as Frenchie. And they just, it's it's a, you said it's it was a typo. a typo. You said Let's that. go back. Let's go back to it. All right, all right. I got you. I got you. I got you. But Earl really got it. Oh, Lord. Somebody just shot me in my left cheek with a blow dog. Oh, Lord. Another person just shot me in my right cheek with a bow and arrow. Well, let's start this week's show. 
like to call this week's episode, Wait a Minute, That's Not the End of It, <laughs> where we find Earl in the hospital after being shot in the butt with a blow dart and a bow and arrow. It never happened to me, but I'm sure he's in a lot of pain. Nurse! 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 <laughs> nurse! <laughs> nurse! Hey, nurse! <laughs> nurse! Yeah, this is many times as you feel like it. <laughs> Just not supposed to say that. Yeah. Not supposed to say That's that. That's a parenthesis. Say Nurse! <laughs> Nurse! Nurse! Say, hold up, hold up, man. Say, Nurse! Hey, man, what are you doing all that screaming, man? Nurse! Ain't a lot of that noise in here. There's sick people up in here. You ain't the only one in here sick. Now keep it down. This is a hospital. Nurse! <laughs> I told you to keep it down. That is your nurse. Uh, now keep it down. Next next line, dog. I know that. You 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 don't even know how this goes. You you just as stupid as the person who shot me. What I really need to know is why do you put a man who was shot in the butt with a blow dart and a bow and arrow in the bed on his back? <laughs> if I can walk, I swear to God, I smack you in the face with this damn bed pan. Help me turn over and hand me that cell phone so I can call that good for nothing low down Frenchie. Stupid bastard. <laughs> Who was done trick me again? Nice up to $80 million. I'm out of 80 million and my son is still alive. Damn, damn, damn. Ooh, this is getting good. But let's find out what KK and Junior are up to. You did a good job when you shot him, but he's still alive. So just for that, I'm gonna have to slap you. And as far as I'm concerned, you messed up. You you gonna have to hold up on these slaps. I, I don't, I did what you told me to do, and I shot him with the bow and arrow. I didn't know he was gonna survive it. Next time you wanna take a hit on someone, do it your damn self. Really? Really? <laughs> Really? Right about now, there's a knock on the door. Oh, the sound man must be editing another show. Uh, like I said, there was a knock on the door. Nobody knocks that long except for the police. Who is it? This is the arrogant police. I'm Officer Touch It. Touch what? No, stupid. That's my name. I'm here to talk to KK about the murder of Beauregard Carter and attempted murder on Earl Chapman. From the sound of it, she gone. <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of The Chapman. The Chapman, starring Steve Harvey. Let me do it again. Drum roll, please. Boy, do we need a new sound guy. Uh... <laughs> Starring Steve Harvey, uh, star of Thunderdome, Family Feud, Little Big Shots, The Apollo, and the new daytime show, Steve as Earl Chapman. And me, Shirley, Miss Bougie Strawberry, as your narrator. <laughs> Carla, Crack the Whip, Farrell as KK. Nephew, I'm a star, Tommy, who plays the part of Frenchie and Chester. Junior as Junior, and written by J. Anthony White Woman Brown. <laughs> Cat Dog and Baby Joel uh, are engineers, and this has been a Watch Out There Now production 
on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Very bad, very bad. Y'all know we're almost through with our first season. (laughs) (laughs) We might get picked up again, boy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, as promised, our special guest this morning, one of the legends of hip-hop since 1992, rapping, singing, writing, producing, acting. But he's got a new project. It's a gospel album. Whoa. All right. (laughs) And I had to talk to him about this new album. And the second season of his hugely popular TV show, uh, Martha and Snoop's Potluck, it kicks off next month. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the legend, Snoop Dogg. Yes, sir. My favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Snoopy. What's going on with you, man? Man, I'm good, Steve. Man, there's so much going on in my life right now that, that I'm, I'm so happy for to be blessed for. I want to say this first and foremost. I love that Def Jam 25 uh, uh, anniversary, <laughs> man. I watched that on Netflix the other night. Beautiful work. All of that man. black excellence. All of them comedians in one room. Amazing. Yeah, man. It, 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 was, it was so huge for us. Backstage was like, man, classic. A, fa- a family reunion, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Snoop, you got a new project, but this time... It's a gospel project. It's called The Bible of Love, Chapter One. Mm. All right, let's just talk about what inspired the change in your music. What, what, well, where I think, we at? Steve, I think, I think gospel music has always been a part of Snoop Dogg's music. I just think that people never paid attention to it or never put it in the foreground. But I've always been thankful. I've always been blessed. And I've always testified to who I love and believe in. And at the same time, it's never been on the forefront. And I just felt like now was the time with all of this negative energy in the world, all of this madness, to put together something that could represent peace, love, and harmony for everybody and anybody, no matter what church you come from, what religion you believe in, what color you are. This is the Bible of love. Love is the only way that we can kill hate. I can put an album together with a whole bunch of hate on it. I've done that many times. But this is the time I want to put an album together with nothing but love on it. Because I'm at that age now where it's not about trying to be the flyest or the best or the dopest or this and that. It's about saying something and making a point with the voice that I have because I realize that I have a platform. I coach football kids for the past 15 years. I got 13 kids in the NFL, 50 in Division One and 100 in high school. So these are the fruits of my labor. These are the things that I'm happy for. And this is the direction that I'm going in because my career is leading me to the, the path of being the uncle in the rap game. They call me Uncle Snoop. And I'm not afraid of it. I'm not ashamed of it because it's right. respect. I think this is an incredible step, man. This first song you got is uh, Words Are Few. You want to tell us about it? My words are few. My actions will speak louder than my words. And you'll see that I'm a child of God by my work, not by my words. Wow. All right. I love hey, it. let's play it right now. This is Snoop's new one, y'all. This is from the Gospel Project, the Bible of Love, Chapter 1. This is Words Are Few. Smoking on the beach 
paranoid with my boys with my keys in my head in the clouds is that him now my boys tripping hard like chill so I'm mute with a mouth full of boot now my boys think I'm in what the deal Yeah, I'm not mad at you Things I'm going through Make me act a fool Please don't think I'm cruel Really, normally I'm cool There is nothing you can do Hey, when my words are few Things ain't what they seem Feeling like I'm fooling me I know God is calling me I'm not where I'm supposed to be Sitting here smoking When I should be on my knees When my words are few Why you hounding me? In the house of the Lord Conscience guilty Ain't in no mood For no parking lot prophecies That's why at benediction You can't find me Oh, ain't no smile, ain't no joke. Let's <laughs> hit one, please. No rest for my soul till I come clean. Come clean. Won't hear from the Lord if I speak. So back off and let me eat. Let me feast. Let me yeah. feast. I'm not you things I'm going through. I chose to backslide. I knew the way. My mom was Sunday school teacher for 40 years. I grew up in the church. Then I just went to college, and I just went. I went straight the other way and stayed over there intentionally. He's going to bring hmm. you back home one way or the other. Woo! <laughs> True that. You, you, you coming to the house. Yeah. Now, you can walk on in, or he can drag you in. It don't matter, now, but you coming back in. I don't want to be drugged in. I'm walking in. Yeah, <laughs> and it brings people to the church the way you are. You know what I mean? You don't have to do anything yeah. special. You don't have to dress anyway. Just go. Right. I like it. Don't go nowhere. We got more with Snoop right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. We back. We're going to continue this conversation with uh, Snoop. And that, that was the whole mission of this, of this project. 
was for me to grab a bunch of artists that had basically been outcast from the church mm-hmm. or been bashed or whatnot. That was the initial beginning. And then once I started moving on it, John P. Key gave me a song. Rance Allen gave me a song. Oh. The Clark Sisters gave me a song. Kim Burrell gave me a song. Ty Trippman wow. gave me a song. John, uh, uh, Fred Hammond gave me a song. I can go on and on and on wow. and on and on. This oh, project is filled yeah. with nothing but gospel greats. I mean, it's signed, sealed, and delivered by the greats, and they stamping it. They approving it because they talked to me before I asked them to be on this project. They didn't just jump in. They wanted to fill me out and see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Let me get a word with Snoop Dogg and see if this is a gimmick or if he really filled with the spirit. Once we got off the phone, they sent the record back 30 minutes later. Like, oh, he won up. We tripping. Go with it. Cause you know, man, what happens to a lot of people is, man, people are so judgmental. They got this idea of how they think religion ought to play out. But people need to quit focusing on religion and focus on the relationship. Amen. You have a better shot with God if you get a relationship. You 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 can pick any religion you want to. I was talking with and it's gonna blow your mind. I was talking with the minister Louis Farrakhan. And I asked him, I said, Minister Louis Farrakhan. I want you to tell me a little something about religion. He said, I'm going to tell you this one thing. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad asked him, what is the best religion? A Muslim. And Elijah Muhammad said, no. The best religion is love. That's the only religion. Because it don't have no verses and chapters. And this and that is just what it is. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something else too, Snoop. Uh, I just saw a video of Minister Louis Farrakhan. And he says that uh, he know he's going to have to answer for all of his wrong teachings he said but before i would need everybody to know that jesus is my redeemer well if you're here long enough you're gonna change to something something gonna get a hold of you. <laughs> i can tell you that right <laughs> every, shall bow, yeah. every tongue will yeah. confess yeah, that's it. yeah. sometimes hey. it just takes one person to not be afraid and that's what my job is. My job is to stand out on the rock. When I was keeping it gangster, that was my thing, Steve, to just stand out there and just keep it 100% gangster. Even when it was time for us to be peace and to have that meeting with Suge Knight, you see what my spirit was. I was about peace. I don't got no more gangster in my spirit no more. I don't even know what that feels like no more. So this wow. is the mission that I'm on. Wow. You know, man, I saw it in you. You know, we, we've been together a few times, Snoop, on this thing, you and Puffy came and did my show a long time ago on yes, the Steve Harvey show. When, I, when we were, we all came to the Apollo at the same time and everybody was concerned. They said, man, Snoop upstairs and Puffy downstairs, it's gonna be some trouble. I said, no, what you talking about? I went and talked to both these brothers. I never met Snoop. I said, Snoop, I'm Steve, I know you old G. And then he said, hey man, I ain't got no problem with that man. You can't talk about Snoop unless you do Snoop. Yeah. He said it wasn't a problem. I went upstairs and got puffed. I said, hey, Puff, look, man. Security heightened. They nervous. Hey, man, I ain't got no boy with them. I had them come on my show and do it. Man, we've been to so many peace rallies together yeah. and stuff. When we was trying to squash this old this mess with Suge. That's the whole thing. If somebody got to be willing to step up to the to the rock and be that and be the one. You always been the one that been when it was time to be the bridge of the gap to get that communication with the hard-headed gang members that didn't have no understanding or dialogue. But once we was able to dialogue, all that is out the window because we all want the same thing. We want to live. Anybody want to die? Dog, right. who don't want to live? And when you get these brothers one-on-one and you go, hey, man, listen here. This is a chance where everybody can stay alive, including you. Everybody had that conversation. Because mm-hmm. once you say, Snoop, don't nobody want to die. You talk all that bravery if you want to. How about that wheelchair the rest of your life? I used to say stuff to people like that, but 
Snoop talking about something today. We're going to be right back with more Snoop right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, man. We still sitting here with the legend, uh, Snoop, who's released a uh, gospel album. Putting the finishing touches on it, man. It's a gospel album, and it's um, the album is called Bible of Love, Chapter 1. And we're talking with Snoop. I'm so happy for you, brother, because... Yeah. See, one thing about you, Snoop, you 100, period. He gonna give it to you straight, no chaser. You don't, you don't get no water with this. <laughs> this 140 proof, yeah. you don't get water. You got to drink this as it is. And for you to step out front like this and say what you just said, this go a long way. You change Snoop. a lot of brothers and man, maybe I should do it a different way. If Snoop doing it a different way, maybe I should do it. He might know something I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, because sometimes we don't believe what we hear. We believe what we see. Yeah. So sometimes you got to show them what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, like you know what I like? Real? Everything he says to be put to music. That's his thing, man. Dog. Real simple. <laughs> <A> lyric. <laughs> Something they got to see what you're talking about. Yeah. Now, they see me over here doing it because he just said uh-huh. I was 100% gangster. He said, I don't even feel that in me no yeah. more. And people followed him, and this has been changed. This is definitely a change. But Snoop, man, now give me these, give me these, these kids that you helping in the football pro. Tell, tell me the numbers you've been dealing with. Like how many go pros? How many in division one? Man, Steve, got? we started the Snoop U Football League in 2005. Since 2005, we have 12 kids in the NFL right now that's playing. We have 50 kids in Division One playing right now. We have over 100 in high school about to graduate in the next two years. We have one Rhodes Scholar on his way to London who graduated from TCU. Mm-hmm. And then this year, we're starting the Snoop Special Football League for the special needs kids to come out and have some fun because a lot of people That's in our community have special needs kids and they don't know how to get those kids out to have fun. They always seem singled out or they, aren't they different. No, they're not different. They're kids and they're brothers and they're sisters and they belong to us and they're going to come have some fun with us. We ain't going to wait on the Special Olympics. We're going to do something for them in the hood that they can identify with. And then eventually the Special Olympics, which I've been talking to, is going to join hands with me and make this a worldwide thing where the special needs kids can come out and have a good time all year and not just for the Olympics. Wow. That's great, man. See, if you send, listen to me, if you send 10 kids to the NFL, 50 to Division One, if you send 100 kids and keep them in high school, you develop one road scholar. Those close to 175 people, these are just the success story numbers. I think what you're doing, Snoop, man, I think you're on point, man. You're my supporter, man. I'm coming to do your show, Snoop. I've been working on my schedule, man. I keep, I, I'm just tied up right now. But you're on the top of my list after today, brother. And then I want you to come do my TV show, man. I, th- I, th- I think, man, when people see this and hear this, Man, you're going to make a big difference, man. Yeah, you change some lives again, right? That's, that's what I aim to do, man. My mama told me before I started rapping that I was going to be a preacher, and I used to always be like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. When I had my mama come listen to this album, everybody in the room was happy. You know what my mama said? I, I already knew it. You ain't impressing me. I knew you were <laughs> I'm like, that's my mama. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, Snoop, man, number love for you. Congratulations, boy. And I love everybody up there, all y'all, my family. I love hearing y'all voices. I love what y'all do. Keep that black excellence going on. Keep playing great music and keep giving us outlets to communicate to our people. Ladies and gentlemen, the legend, Snoop. Yeah. 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 
Praise God. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump is calling the new Republican tax plan a big win for the middle class. No, speaking, uh, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> he doesn't care. Uh, doesn't care. Speaking in Indianapolis yesterday, Trump described the current U.S. tax code as a complicated relic that must be simplified. The tax plan, he said, will help bring back jobs and prompt robust, robust growth. Trump said, I've been waiting for this for a long time. We're going to cut taxes for the middle class, make the tax code simpler and more fair for everyday Americans, Trump promised. And we are going to bring back the jobs and wealth that have left our country. Uh, Democrats in the Senate announced or denounced the Republican tax plan yesterday, arguing that the country's wealthiest individuals and corporations do not need a tax break. The quick and dirty is that the Republican proposal would lower the corporate tax rate from 35 percent to 20 percent. The plan also eliminates most itemized deductions except for charitable donations and the home mortgage interest de- deduction, but doubles the standard deduction. Trump called the tax plan a once-in-a-generation opportunity, adding that tax reform reform should not be a partisan issue. And he did not mention whether well, or not he was going to... shouldn't be a partisan issue either, nor should DACA. None of this stuff should be a partisan issue. But they keep making it a partisan issue. Now, is he going to turn in his tax? I don't know what's going. But here's, you know, <laughs> that's what I was saying yeah. the other day. He keeps telling the football players to respect mm-hmm. the flag, honor your country, mm-hmm. and honor your servicemen. Which is not why they're kneeling, but if that's the case, because he's saying it's unpatriotic then I think that being patriotic is paying your fair share. Now, the fact that I've paid more taxes than Donald Trump is disturbing. So if you love the country so much, if you're so patriotic, if you if you would just pay your share yeah. and contribute to the military. It would help a lot of people. You know, it could help a lot of people. But this tax thing, y'all, They've got enough votes probably to pass it because there's so many Republicans. And I think all Republicans vote for this tax cut. A lot of Democrats would too, but it's a bipartisan thing. Well, enough of that tax business. Snoop was a great guest. That's today. a good guest, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what y'all that, doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to go see Ildris Elber's new movie. Mountain Between Us? The mountain, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a stranded white woman in this movie, and I got, <laughs> I got to be there. You got to go see it. I got to movies, get dude. that, man. Up in the mountains, stranded <laughs> white woman. That's all I need to hear right there. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. Jay's I'm going to try this Pacific Coast Highway. I ain't never... You didn't know oh, drive up the Coast Highway? Oh, oh, it's never, nice, man. It's that. beautiful. A, I think I'm going to do that this weekend. That's it's there. nice okay. if you're a passenger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but you drive? Because you, yeah. yeah. you can get real <laughs> sleepy to coming back. You know? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me I tell need you that information. Yeah, right. man. You have to pay attention. Yeah. Well, you know, I can hire a driver. It's beautiful if you're a passenger. But your ass get real sleepy coming back. You got to be looking, man. Yeah. Before night, just get on back. Yeah, come on back. Get on back. Because yeah. you hear a lot of, ooh, hold yeah. on, almost. <laughs> Thank oh, you. I didn't close. know that. I need that information. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't need the heads up on that. But let me say this, guys. I am headed to New York City Circle of Sisters Expo. Everybody on the show, guys, we've all been out there. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year. I will be hanging out with everybody. Our home station in New York, 107.5 WBLS. Legendary Cicely Tyson, Bobby Brown, Vivica what? Fox, Misty Copeland, uh, celebrity chef Carla Hall. She'll be there. Remy Ma is going down. Jacob Javits Convention Center in New York City. I will see you guys there all day Saturday. We will kick it. All right. Circle of Sisters. I'm already what here. I'm in Biloxi right now. I'm in Biloxi, okay. Mississippi. Mama's boy is tonight. You don't want to miss it. Everybody's in town. Robin's here. Shirley Murdoch is here. Johnny Gill is here. Just just get your tickets and come check us out. I promise you, you will be entertained. Tomorrow, it is Jackson, Mississippi. Two shows, baby. One at three, one at eight. Get your tickets. Mama's boy is coming to town. You can get your tickets at all Ticketmaster outlets. Well, Go, nephew. Where's, where's, the, Where? where's the performance? Where? The Damn it, Junior. You do this to yourself every time. See, why he want to get the venue? The venue, fool. I mean, it's very important. You're going to have people in Jackson. Down Jackson at, is a big at ass hotel place. lobby looking for the place. Has anybody seen? Tommy, I'm trying to work with you, boy. man. I'm trying to. We down at the YMCA. Uh, trying to make sure you don't get none of Mama's this. Mama's boy in here. What you right and wait. And he just waits for that. Yeah. yeah. I give it time. <laughs> If you're looking for Mama's Boy, you're at the wrong damn theater. <laughs> it's not here. You a damn megaphone. Oh, Junior Biloxi, Mississippi well. Coast Coliseum. There you go. In <laughs> Jesus. And then in Jackson, Mississippi, it's the Thalea Mara Hall. There it is. Thalea okay. Mara Hall. I hope I'm saying that right. What come you doing on, this weekend, Steve? What, what you got? What you got? Uh, what you come doing on. this weekend, I'm Harvey? off. What? Yeah, Steve. That ain't soon normal. as this mic cut off. <laughs> You're <yeah>. done. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> golf. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Steve. What's that sound again, Steve? <laughs> you know that is the same sound I hear when somebody takes a machete. George Wallace's mama back once a month. You know what? <laughs> every every Friday we got to hear his mama. You hear that sound again, Steve? <laughs> Don't do it, Steve. Quick. Don't hear this. Don't make the sound, please. That's it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great necessary. week. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience, 
to give you solutions in the moment. And premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 